Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 26. And today I kind of want to talk about how your mindset determines your outcomes. But I want to tell you a quick story about my run over the past weekend, the holiday weekend. I was scheduled for a total of 39 miles, um, 26 on Saturday and 13 on Sunday, but the whole weekend was supposed to be just a wash as far as weather goes, literally. It was just supposed to rain the whole time. So I got up on Saturday morning fully suited up for rain and had the game plan that I was going to run about halfway or just a little bit over halfway for 26 miles, meet my husband for breakfast, which is kind of like our Saturday routine. And then I would decide if I was going to run back uh, to finish out the 26 miles. So got up, did all the things, started to run. It was halfway decent. I got about three quarters of the way to my destination, the halfway point, and the skies just opened up. It was raining sideways, upside down. I don't even know. <laughs> I I got to um I got to the restaurant, the place that we were going to, and I had like rain burn. Like my face was raw and it felt like it was sunburned, but obviously there was no sun out, and I was soaked to the bone. So ultimately I decided to pull the plug on running back because I was just, I was too wet. I just was going to be super uncomfortable and I did feel somewhat accomplished that I had gone out. I was hardcore. I had run in these really inclement conditions. So we went home, I got changed, got dried off and started to kind of go about my day uh, doing my chores and stuff and checked the weather to see that there was going to be a break in the rain on Saturday, on that afternoon. But then that Sunday was actually going to be worse than that day, than Saturday. And what I had originally planned when I had pulled the plug on the 26 miles was I was going to flip my days. So I had already satisfied my mileage for Sunday on Saturday, and then I was just going to run the 26 on Sunday. Well, it looked like it was going to be worse. So what I decided to do was take a couple hours off, do the things that I needed to do, wait for the rain to break, and then go back out and get the remaining 12 miles that I needed in order to get to a full 26. So that's what I did. Um, I'm not going to lie. It was the last thing that I wanted to do. I was already home. I was already changed. I was in my comfy sweats. Like all, it was all good. I was very comfortable. So to then have to get geared back up again, I had to throw all of my stuff into the dryer, get it fully dry, uh, get geared up again and go back out was honestly the last thing that I wanted to do. But the mindset that I had about it really kind of sparked this episode because I could have just sat around and not done it or called it a wash or blamed it on the weather or whatever, but I went back out and did it. And then as it turned out on Sunday, the weather was actually fine. Like it, it didn't rain as much, hardly at all, as the forecast had said. So I would have been fine to flip the days, but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So 
what I really wanted to kind of talk about today was that mindset piece that really came into play when I was trying to get geared up the first time to go out, knowing that it was just, I was headed out into just this water world, (laughs) like all the rain and the mindset that I used the second time when I went back out for those 12 miles. When it comes to ultra training, I personally believe that 90% of it is mental and the t- and the last 10% is physical. And tackling a big scary goal like your first or your farthest ultra can be tricky and especially tricky if you don't have the mental wherewithal or understand how kind of the ultra mindset works. So there are going to be days where training is the last thing that you want to do. <laughs> kind of like that run or those two runs this past weekend. You don't feel like it, you're not excited about it, and or like I was, you're seriously considering blowing it off. And I think it's one thing to think these things but not act on them. And it's a whole other thing to repeatedly think them and then repeatedly quit on your training and yourself. And I got to thinking about this and I think that people do this for one of two reasons, right? The repeatedly quitting on training and themselves. One is that you don't have a deep enough why, um, like an understanding of why you're doing this thing in the first place. And the second thing is your mental skills game just needs some work. And this is totally normal. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't really get taught any of this stuff as a kid. So I've had to learn it more often than not the hard way over the last 12 years. So in this episode, I want to share some ways that you can level up your mental skills game. So first, let's talk about your why. A lot of people sign up for ultras on a whim or maybe because it's the next logical step in the running progression, but ultra runners stick with it because they have a deep connection to their why. Why are they doing this? Why are they repeatedly signing up for some of the toughest physical challenges out there? Um, And when you have a really clear understanding of this, your training gets a lot easier to execute. So I'll give you an example and I'll use myself as the example. Uh, I started running ultras because I hated the roads. I hated everything about it. (laughs) I hated the pounding my body was taking on the pavement. I hated the obsessive focus on pace and speed that roadies have. I hated all the discussions about PRs and BQs and a shitload of other acronyms that I didn't even know back then. Like there was just all this discussion about, oh, are you, is this a PR for you? Are you BQing this year? I was like, I I have no idea what you're talking about. To me, it just really felt like a vanity sport. And to put it simply, I'm a failed road runner. <laughs> and I'm, to- I'm, I'm going to be clear, I'm totally okay with that. I've mentioned this before, but I tried for years to break the four hour marathon barrier to absolutely no avail. And when I heard about kind of the world of trail running first and then ultra running, I was, I was sold, right? You get to eat all the snacks, walk whenever you want. There's actually hills and scenery. It's not just a concrete jungle. 
I, I was sold. It had to be better than, you know, constantly running the same routes, seeing the same people, stepping off the same curbs, watching out for the same piles of dog poop. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe that was just me. But that's um, one aspect of my why. I'm a failed road runner. I'm totally okay with it. And I would much prefer the trails. Another aspect of my why is really centered around needing to see just what I'm capable of. Growing up, I was really afraid of doing something wrong or failing at something or not being perceived as good at something. Um, So much so that I wouldn't do it, whatever the thing was, unless I already knew that I could be successful, right? Such back ass word reasoning, but it held me back in so many respects. And I'm sure that I could have like done way more if I'd cared way less (laughs) about impressing other people or cared less about what they thought about me or cared less about potentially looking silly or not knowing what I was doing, right? All the things, right? All of the things that sometimes even to this day, I'm still worried about, but to a lesser, a far lesser degree. So I'm using this sport of ultra running as a way to test my limits. And part of my why is to see just where my breaking point is. And honestly, I thought that would have been at the 100 mile mark because that was the furthest distance I could have ever conceptualized of running. But now I'm kind of rethinking that, which is part of the reason why my big scary goal for this year is to try to do it under 24 hours. And I'm constantly looking for new and different challenges that will force me outside of my comfort zone and force me to grow and change and improve on all fronts. Um, a little behind the scenes conversation that I had with one of the Run Farther Faster Stronger members, Ben, who is racing a 50 miler coming up in June. And he was talking about how next year his goal is to do a hundred miler. And then he's really looking at maybe even doing a 200 miler. Well, that I'd been thinking about that for a while, but just having that conversation with Ben kind of sent me down this rabbit hole. And I actually haven't even told him this yet. So when he listens to this episode, he's going (laughs) to, he's going to laugh. But I went into this rabbit hole of watching like all of the YouTube footage that I could get my hands on about 200 milers. And some of my, some of them I had seen before, some were new to be new to me, but I was like totally engrossed in it. And so that's part of my why is finding these new challenges. Like I have no idea if I could do 200 miles, but that's part of this process. So those are just two aspects of my why. I've got lots of others that I'll share with you probably in upcoming episodes, but I would suggest that you devote some time to thinking perhaps maybe even while you're out on your next run, which is coincidentally when I do most of my good and best thinking. Um, Like think about this about your why. Why are you doing this? Why have you decided to train for your next upcoming race? And you don't have to tell anyone, like you don't need to start a podcast and tell everyone your deepest, darkest running secrets. But these whys are important for you to know them because when training gets tough and spoiler alert, it's going to, you're going to need a deeper reason to go out and do the hard things that are on your training plan. 
a reason above and beyond the fact that your training plan says go do it, right? Because a lot of us can look at that training plan and be like, yeah, no, that's not happening. So when when that does happen, when you see that mileage pop up on your training plan and you're not feeling it, you need to kind of have a deeper reason, a deeper motivator that's going to make you get up and go out and run in the rain <laughs> when you don't want to. The second part of all of this is upping your mental skills game. So I already told you guys that I had to learn all of this stuff the hard way and that I wouldn't do anything unless I knew I could actually do it, which now I know is kind of utter bullshit. (laughs) But back in the day, I was worried about what other people would think. um, So I wouldn't dare do anything that I wasn't comfortable with. And I would really what that boils down to is that I would let my feelings dictate everything that I did or didn't do for that matter. And one of my biggest kind of aha or light bulb moments was learning that your thoughts determine your actions or that you should have your thoughts determine your actions and not your feelings doing the heavy lifting, right? So I grew up thinking probably like lots of you guys did that when you had feelings, that was that, right? They just were, you just accepted them and you rolled with the punches and you acted according to how you felt. In the world of ultra running, that is a recipe for disaster. If you acted on every single feeling that you had over the course of a day of training or maybe even during your big race, well, you'd you'd probably never make it to race day in the first place. And if you did, you probably wouldn't finish because you just let your feelings, and those are going to be a roller coaster of feelings, determine or dictate what your actions are. So these days I do things totally differently. So instead of taking action based on my feelings, I actively create thoughts in my brain that are geared towards the outcomes that I want to achieve. And I take action on those. So for example, if you're out on a long training run and the conditions just suck, you're cold, you're tired, you're miserable, instead of bailing because you don't enjoy the feeling of being uncomfortable like that, I, if I were in that situation, I would take a step back and think about the situation and ask myself, what thoughts serve me best right now? And I don't like have a list of things that I ask myself. I just kind of take a step back, observe the situation objectively, and try not to be so emotionally tied to what's going on in the moment. So I might think to myself, does it make sense for me to be obsessing over how miserable this is? No. I mean, flat out, the answer is no. So what outcome is that going to produce? If I just, if I just repeat um, and drive home the the, the ideas that this sucks deeper into my brain and I'm uncomfortable and I want to go home, like that's just going to want to make me do that more and more and more. So instead I shift my thoughts to first and foremost, I just acknowledge the conditions. Yes, it's raining, it's snowing or whatever. I can't do anything to change that, but I am out here on a mission. I have, uh, I have a mission to accomplish. And that mission is to complete this run so that I can ultimately achieve my goal of insert your goal here. So mine would be running 100 miles in under 24 hours. So the thought shifts to runs like this are part of the process of training for an ultra. You're a strong and capable runner. 
And that could even be like the phrase that I repeat to myself, kind of like a mantra, you're a strong and capable runner. So instead of obsessing over the rain, the conditions, my feet, like the water pooling in my shoes, how like my face is on fire, like I'm thinking you're a strong and capable runner. And this is part of the process of training for an ultra. I don't know if that makes sense, but even in just saying them right now, like I can kind of feel the shift, like my mind is focused on the simple thought that I'm a strong and capable runner. So if I'm strong and capable, I should just keep going, right? To see how this kind of plays out. Hopefully I'm explaining this well so that you kind of get the picture, but becoming an ultra runner requires that you wrangle your mind. And this is the very first step, shifting your thoughts towards those that serve you and your outcome and your training rather than allowing those distracting thoughts that just keep you maybe even almost almost like spiraling like you're constantly in this thought loop of this sucks it's cold i'm uncomfortable <laughs> like all the things right so again i just want to kind of hit home this idea that your mindset determines your outcomes if you're constantly thinking about how tough it is or how you don't know what you're doing that's a big one Um, If you're replaying something that someone said to you, like they question whether or not you should be training for this race, that's not going to help either, (laughs) right? Okay. Like those thoughts don't move you closer to your goal. So if you're ready to move closer to that goal, here are some tips that will help you to shift into the ultra mindset that's going to really kind of light a fuse under your training. We talked about letting your thoughts determine your actions first and foremost, and trying to step out of the situation and observe it more objectively than subjectively so that you can really see what's happening, right? The next one would be like showing up and doing the thing will always get you results. So showing up and doing the strength workout, showing up and doing the run training, showing up and doing your mobility work, no matter how little it is, something's always better than nothing. So showing up and doing the thing will always get you results. It will always move the needle versus backing out, you know, skipping a training session, letting your feelings about the thing take over. So show up and just do it. If you train based whether or not you feel like it, that's a recipe for disaster. I mentioned that earlier, but don't let those feelings dictate your actions. And then the last one is act as if. Maybe you guys have heard this one before, but act as if you're already that ultra runner that you're dreaming about becoming, right? What would they do? And then go out and do it. Now, this sounds really simple, right? That sounds so simple. It's a lot harder in actuality. And so you're going to have to flex this muscle a lot, And this is where I kind of go back to showing up and doing the thing, taking the action, no matter how small it is, is always going to get you results. Okay. So act as if show up and do the thing. Those are the two big takeaways that I want you guys to think about as you 
finish through this episode and kind of remember that your mindset determines your outcomes. So I'm curious to hear from you guys. What's a thought or a feeling that you're going to let go of in order to take your training to the next level? Maybe I've touched on one or two things here that you've identified with yourself. Maybe you know that you need a little more mental toughness. So I'm going to throw the challenge out to you. What's a thought or a feeling that you're going to let go of, right? What's something that you feel is holding you back? I have, I have a whole list. (laughs) I have a whole list of things that used to hold me back and some that still do that I'm currently working on. So when you figure out what your thing is, hit me up on Instagram at findyourultra or shoot me an email, megan at megan-gould.com. I'd love to hear how this episode landed for you guys. Okay. I'm off to teach a class tonight at a local running store all about creating strong feet and ankles. And I'm super excited to get to see some friends um, that I haven't gotten to see in a while. So This is actually the same kind of stuff that I share in Run Farther, Faster, Stronger. And we're about halfway through the current round. And the next one will open up in a few short weeks. So if you want in, if you want to start working on your strength and your mobility, get your training plan dialed up, then go and apply. You can't just sign up and get into the group. You have to apply first because I handpick everybody that goes in every single round to make sure that we have a really kick-ass, cohesive group. So I'll post the link to the application in the show notes, or you can DM me on Instagram and I'll send it to you. In the meantime, get out there and practice your mental skills. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon.